Yeah, we should be good. All right, I'm, I'm down to go whenever. Um, I need to heat my coffee up, but I'll do it sometime during the show because we need to get this thing going. So, I got coffee, and I'm, I'm okay with lukewarm coffee. It's like, uh, I don't need... These things uh, These things hurt me when you say that <laughs> your favorite coffee is McCafe, that you're okay with lukewarm coffee. It's not lu- my favorite coffee. coffee. I got it on sale, and I said I liked it more than I thought I would. And now it's uh, in my shelf. We could go back to the transcripts and find out that you said it was your favorite, but that's okay. Yeah. I, I do like a good McCafe. Dunkin', you know, all the donut places have good coffee. Dunkin', uh, Krispy Kreme, boom, good coffee. No. Yes. They have good donuts. They do have good donuts. In my, uh, for those uh, uh, on the the video, the YouTube videos, as I say, back home. The YouTubes. I don't know what this is going to be, but uh, four times uh, Betboard Champ. Because uh, we clinched it. We clinched it. Congratulations. Congratulations to Tyler. Look, am I salty about it? Yes. Are there people out there making the argument that you cheated? Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Let me finish. I don't know. Maybe there are. What I I want to equivocally come out and say, any allegations that Tyler cheated his way to the bet board are false. We don't, and, and look, if you're out there, if you are one of these people that is saying Tyler cheated his way to the bet board victory. It was a big I, narrative out there. I don't, <laughs> I don't agree with the fact that Tyler cheated uh, uh, to, to get his bet board victory. I have never said that Tyler cheated to win the bet board, so I just want to come out and say, officially, okay. I don't believe that you cheated to get your bet board victories. Do, I get, to defend, do I get to defend myself? Uh, against, do I get to talk to Do I get to speak course. for myself? Look, I'm okay. trying to defend you here. I know, and I appreciate that, but... It didn't even matter in the end, because here's what happened. During last show, when Will's throwing a party in the first quarter, like he always does, when Kansas was getting destroyed by Arkansas. <laughs> Kansas was, versus, timing was comical. Kansas versus Arkansas. <laughs> and yes. uh, the, the battle for Kansas. And, and Kansas come back to, uh, comes back to cover late. And then later on that same night, Texas down, Tech. What, like 18 in yeah, the fourth down quarter 18. or something. It was, it was a miracle nuts. backdoor cover. I will crazy. give you that. It was a miracle. Oh, it was a great game. Yeah. And then later on that night, Texas Tech covered. So actually, during the show, I was up three. I finished that night up five. With only then, four to go. And then I won the, the last two. Tulane That's covered. Right. Yep. And then Ohio State covered. Tulane. So I actually yep. ended up the, the season up seven. And if you'll remember, I ended the season up eight. Because you had, starting three years ago... Ohio State to win the championship. That's right. That's what that I'm expires happy to lose. at midnight on Monday. It's like Cinderella. Midnight on Monday. That it has already over. expired. They cannot play on Monday. You're right. You're so, right. You're right. But if it's a look, sports book, that's when they would pay out technically. So uh, Will, you deserved uh, it. You earned it. Um, eight, an eight-game victory after you led almost all year. Yeah. I mean, look. Um, there's not a lot to say here. I just want to bow out. Um, I want to. I want to bow out and say congratulations to you. You earned the victory. Despite what others are saying, which they are, <laughs> I but feel like I, I would never false say headlines it. here. Bet no, board look, gate. Bet board gate. news. I want to just. I want to come out and say, all you people who say that Tyler cheated to get the <laughs> bet board victory are you're wrong. And so, yeah, well, you're factually wrong because even if I forced six more games, you still wouldn't have won. So, yeah, it's funny because like when all of a sudden you were when you text me at night, you were like, oh my gosh, I'm about to be up four. I was like, man, can I go back on the Kansas State <laughs> Alabama bet? <laughs> right. Like, how can I do this? But that would have also covered for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So no, look, you earned it. Um, you you destroyed it, it in bowl well, season. Well, we're gonna go over all those uh, numbers next week. So next week, stay tuned. We're gonna do all the housekeeping, all the final mm. numbers, and I'm gonna have my uh, season 
uh, year in review next week. You know how Love every it. year I do a, like it. a montage. Can't wait. So I'll have that ready next week. And you Look, know, I'm a regular season guy. Um, you're, you're Tyler. Not, you're, you're Tyler guy, has yeah. uh, has dominated me when it, at the end down the home stretch. Except the for games. well, last year technically you were just up the whole way through. Um, but you're right. I, I I won the regular season championship. And Tyler won the the real one. So, <laughs> congratulations to you, four time Betboard champ. Were you up you going into the the uh, pl- uh, playoff or the? Uh, no, I think, I think I think like think I may championship have week is I when I you may have have, uh, have 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 tied it up or taken the lead. Oh, so well. again, oh um, well. I'm happy for you though, honestly. Four time champion. Well, you know yeah. what? You know what? I, I do have a few lyrics. Okay, so here's here's where I'm you going. Have a few lyrics. Well, kids these days, you know how Spitting I talk about bars. This. Kids Broccoli these days <laughs> don't listen to uh, good music. I've tried it. I've tried mm. it out. Look, it's not like I haven't you damn tasted kids. it and I'm saying I don't like it. I've tasted it. I've tried it out. I see what all the hits, what the kids are bopping to these days, and I'm not into it. I don't like it at all. Okay, mumble rap, give me a fucking break. It's, I agree. I don't like it at all. So if you want real music, you got to rewind the clock. Listen to a little Kansas, okay? We just talked about Kansas versus Arkansas. There's a band called Kansas. They play some jams, okay? And there's a song called Carry On My Wayward Son. Sure. Okay? Uh, there's a line in that song. There'll be peace when, when you are done. Though, and, and I thought it explained Will perfectly this year. Okay? I thought <laughs> it really laid out Will and his journey because he was sharp this year. Will learned a lot. His bets were sharper. He didn't take a lot of bets I thought he would that ended up being wins for me. And so he's getting better but he's still not there yet. Eight game win this year, as we know. So the line is, though my eyes can see, I still was a blind man. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I like, I've got one here for you. Relevant. What, what to, is it? It, it? Right after that, it goes, those my eyes could see, I still was a blind man. Though my uh, head could think I still was a madman. I think something like that. So that's, that's sure. you, Will. That's yeah. you. I, I look. I would Great say song. you're the madman. You know here. the thing about uh, "Carry On My Wayward Son" is that's a that's one of the best songs of all time because the middle of the the middle of the most songs are trash. Okay, the middle of a lot of songs. You like the guitar solo? There's there's well there's there's uh, actually the guitar solo is nice, but I like how it picks up in the middle. There's a left turn you don't see coming. It's a it's a real uh, real uh, toe tapper. Very relevant to the kids out there. <laughs> Tyler's like I don't like mumble rap. Let me just bring up a song from like the nineteen eighties. Uh, uh, that song was old. When our parents well, were young. I, I told you guys when I watched that YouTube of that one dude driving around LA in the eighties, I was like, the one thing I took away from it is this is the same music I listened to. Here's the it uh, was like listen to the radio. Here's the quote that makes me think of Tyler. It's it's not a song quote. It's from The Simpsons. It's a popular one. It's it's Principal Skinner and he goes, Am I out of touch? No. No, it's the children who are wrong. <laughs> that's that's every every yeah, person I, gets older and starts going. Except you I, damn kids. No, see that's not me. That's you because I'm willing to adapt. I'm willing to be flexible. You just always think your bets are right. As a matter of fact, last week I, to quote you, you said, "You know what I should do is just bet your games." And you jokingly were saying that, and I and I said, "Yeah, you should." And you said, "No, I stand behind my bets." Meaning, you would rather bets. stand behind your losing bets than make mine, knowing that. Well, if I had knew they were losing beforehand, I wouldn't do that. Well, you but should. But I stand. Look, I I stand behind. Well, and if, uh, if, my if we'll just bet with you, let me tell you what kind of content this <laughs> podcast would have. Man, yeah. rocketing up the exactly. charts. Exactly. Yeah, but 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 uh, before we get off this, because we will. Tyler, move on. what's your pick? I agree. Before we move on, <laughs> uh, move on. Uh, it's called the Yes Man Podcast st- with st- Tyler and Will. <laughs> Statistically speaking, you're supposed to win one of these years. You're gonna win right. one of these years. But I'm pulling away. 
Like the like first why? couple were close, I yeah. believe, right? And but then if you last year, when you we really first started, started the show, to... I wasn't doing this professionally, or right. I, I was just starting and learning as but a pro. But you weren't doing infant, much college little... football at the time. You were you were doing more right. uh, other sports, right? Yeah. And so, so yeah, it's... look, um, I think considering the fact that you do bet for a living. I'm actually fine with the results. Yeah. Makes me feel okay. Yeah, the fact that nice I had out. a lead on you for a while. Okay, so I, I do want to talk about this prank. This I think someone either pulled a prank on me, or it was a wild coincidence that is actually pretty hysterical. So what happened was one day suddenly in my car, all of the preset channels were on uh, 106.3 Denver. Now, do you do either of you know what 106.3 is? No, Christian see, Rock. <laughs> it's Christian Rock. Oh, wow, I can't. Yeah. You guys know what the radio well, stations are. I didn't know are. this. I listened to Spotify. I, like I, a, I was like a, that was just a guess. I figured that's where this was going. I didn't know this, and uh, no, 2023. Excuse me. Happy New Year, everyone. Yeah, Happy yeah, New Year. Yeah. I already forgot what year it was. So uh, I, I didn't know this, uh, and so I get in the car one day, mm-hmm. and it starts playing Christian Rock. Yeah, and I was like, what? in the world is going on here and and i start flipping around and it's all to the christian rock was this like uh, someone like, who washed your car maybe that did it uh no, like who, no. Who, who would so, have access okay. to your radio it, it, it was the, i thought it was ali at first and it wasn't and no one else is really in my car so my best guess is what happened is i had to reset my dashboard recently so i think this happened in the reset process ah. but uh I, either that or or i can't find the culprit because i thought it was a that's actually a funny prank and it's all been the Christian rock. And it's funny because now I'm getting it stuck in my head. Like, hallelujah. I just, I'm going into Best Buy today. I'm walking in. It's like, and I catch myself singing. You didn't these. change it? Well, you know, it's, <laughs> you know, it's funny. Is, I, the I, first did, thing I, did. I didn't because it's a whole thing to change in my car. And I listen, I use CarPlay. So I listen to my phone anyway. So it's only like a 10 second process from my, when my car starts up to when it Why don't reads you just, my like, phone. Use and, Bluetooth instead of radio. Because have you guys ever used CarPlay? It's like, like the Apple new thing. Carplay? The kids are doing this. Yeah, it's really, really. I have an Android, so. Oh, but there, there so is an Android you, auto. You're an old person. Same, same type of so thing. It's the same type of thing, I'm sure. It's so awesome. You guys would love this. I should show you either before you leave or another time. But it's it's it makes it so convenient. You can text easily. You can make phone calls. You can navigate through your entire phone pretty much. It's awesome to have called CarPlay. So that's what I use. So I just plug my phone in every time I get in and he uses that. But yeah, it's, I thought that was hysterical. It's like uh, the, the Seinfeld or David Putty. Has all his channels changed to that? That's right. And Elaine gets in, she listens to it. She goes, Do they make that feature Jesus. for a 2006 Buick? What's that? The CarPlay. Probably. Well, what's no, your, you what's your radio have, situation like you, you in have, your you, Buick? You have, have scre- you have to have Stock? a screen. You have to have a screen, man. Do you have like a tape adapter for your phone or no. Bluetooth at all? Aux cord. Aux cord. You got no <laughs> Jeez. Hey, whatever. Aux cord is better. Is it like the tape adapter aux cord, or it actually has no, an aux plug it's got, in? actually got the plug in. Hey, man, that's pretty advanced for uh, 2006. <laughs> what year is it? Yeah, 06. Two, two, yeah, hot tub time machine. Love it, love it. Yeah. Speaking of of time machine, happy new year, you guys. It's happy new year. Hey, how'd you, how'd you guys uh, celebrate the new year? Uh, I didn't do much. I actually had a pretty mellow night. Yeah. Nothing crazy. We celebrated the East Coast New Year. Oh yeah, that's yeah. that's bet smarter than having to wait up yeah. for midnight. Yeah, ten o'clock. You you waited. You watched Ryan Seacrest and the ball drop. We turned over last second. I was watching Ohio State come back, <sighs> or excuse me, Georgia come back. Right. What a crazy game that was. Incredible. By the way, and obviously we're gonna we're gonna recap a lot of the bowl games. We have some college ball news, and we're gonna be breaking down and giving our pick for the national championship game. But I mean, we have to start with the playoff games. This was the best playoff. Uh, final four we've had period 
None of them. Well, every year you've had one or two blowouts. We but, talked about this. It, not only the the championship game, but the leading the games leading up. There have been a couple uh, close games, but they've largely been blowouts, and they've largely right. been big spreads. So even though they were big spreads this year. Awesome games. Incredible I had so games. much fun watching them. And it made me think, and obviously we're, we're going to get into to the actual games and, and the outcomes, you know, obviously in, in both the uh, the Fiesta Bowl and, and the Peach Bowl, but um, it made me think that this year, because I, uh, you know, obviously if you listen last week, I didn't think, I, I didn't give Ohio State much of a shot. I really thought Georgia was the elite team, and I thought that uh, had Michigan beaten TCU, or had, you know, obviously TCU beat Michigan, I thought that it would just be an easy road for Georgia the whole way through after seeing that game, I feel like this would have been a great year for the 12 year for the, for the 12 team playoff. Cause the truth is that after seeing how even Ohio state played Georgia and how TCU, how even TCU played Michigan and they beat them. I feel like there are teams throughout probably the top 10 that could have been dangerous in a 12 team playoff. You saw how Tennessee played uh, in their bowl game with a backup quarterback. Obviously, Alabama played really well against K-State. Like This would have been a really exciting 12-team playoff year because the truth is that I feel like on a good day, any one of those teams could have beaten anyone in that playoff four. Uh, I'm going back looking at the ESPN rankings right now to see what we would have had. But I, I think that a lot of years we could get that. Recently, it's been Alabama-Georgia, but I think we do right. have uh, nearsighted sort of nearsightedness with this whole thing because before that it was a little bit wide open. I mean, even rewinding back to the BCS era, there were a lot of, remember how controversial that was? I mean, they got rid of the BCS because every year there were several teams that had a computer case and exactly. So, um, look, I just think that it would have been entertaining. Are are you ready? Will to admit that, or are you ready to stop betting that way where you see these blowouts? Cause you made the mistake two years ago when you took Alabama, uh, in the follow up, right, and then you made the mistake this year when you took uh, Georgia over Ohio uh, State, Ge- Georgia, uh, thinking it was a blow. But here's the mistake: is Georgia could have blown Ohio State out, Ohio State could have blown Georgia out. The mistake wasn't the result of the game. The the mistake was thinking that it was such a silly line. You put the line at nine and a half. That's yeah, the no. mistake: is thinking that it was super outrageous and you had a little something up your sleeve. Those were, I, I feel like that game and the one you're talking about from last year with Georgia Alabama were different I know what you're saying um, the, explain yourself well last year we had seen Alabama play Georgia and and my whole basis was I'm not gonna I, I, I picked Georgia the first game in the SEC championship game right and Alabama won and then I told myself hey I'm not gonna go against Alabama again until they prove me until they someone proves me wrong and then Georgia did that right um, this year this was strictly we hadn't seen Georgia play Ohio State. I really felt like after seeing how Ohio State performed against Michigan, the fact that they didn't perform well in kind of their only big game that year, I felt like there was a. I felt like Georgia was going to just say, "Hey, we're elite. We're the the number one team," which I thought they were all year. But the truth is that yeah, I was wrong. I mean, like Ohio State. Like you could say, but Ohio State could have won that game. I, or should I, have won I, that I game. shouldn't be. I shouldn't be saying this. What what, what I should be uh, saying is 
Keep doing that, right? <laughs> Keep feeding into those things. Well, look, I just I want the those assumptions the... work out for me in some in some games, right? Mm. Um, of course they do. It's going to work out forty five percent of the time. <laughs> that that's still a lot. Twist the knife. How dare you, sir? Uh, <laughs> Am I, I come out here oh. and, and defend well. you against allegations of cheating to win the bet board, and this is how you reward me? <laughs> you Ridiculous. Say you say twist the knife. Wait till the the montage next week. You know what I might even I'm do? Sure the I might do. Is going to be very. Tyler I might friendly. do. A, I might do a real montage all season long and then have like a 45 second one that's really mean and it does the bet board specifically i'd be fine with that look okay. i'm willing to take my lumps i lost you yeah. you won yeah. um regardless of these four years in a row uh we'll do total record next week it's uh, <laughs> i'm running away with this thing but no i mean look total record let's start I mean, with- i'm just gonna keep the the distance going it's i'm like usain bolt in this thing all right so hold on i wanted to pull this up real quick so in week 15 after the army navy game this was the the rankings going into the play or into the uh uh, playoffs, bowl games, whatever. One Georgia, two Michigan, three TCU, four Ohio State, five Bama, six Tennessee, seven Clemson, eight Utah, nine Kansas State, ten USC, eleven Penn State, twelve Washington. Rapid fire, not like a deep dive analysis. Rapid fire. Let's quickly go through the bracket right now, okay? Well, but you have to consider how because the twelve team bracket is kind of a different thing, right? The top four get get buys. Okay, so let's do so it that way. So, so Alabama five plays twelve Washington. Bama, right? Mm-hmm. We got Bama. Well, we saw Man, that play out. That's a tough one. Washington looked good, too. Um, uh, okay, Tennessee against uh, Penn State. That would be fun. That would be a tough game. Actually, with all the injuries, I may take Penn State, to be honest. Yeah. Tennessee looked good, though, with Joe Milton, man. They did. They did. But but for the sake of our thing, uh, yeah, do we say Penn State? Uh, I don't know, man. Tennessee looked really, really good against a pretty solid Clemson defense. I don't think the Clemson offense looked good. Tennessee's defense played – I mean, they looked amazing that, yeah, that game. Yeah. I might pick Tennessee in that matchup, honestly. Ryan tiebreaker. If 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 uh, that's uh, that's fine. I'm not I'm not trying to influence your pick. I'm just saying that if <laughs> if Cam Rising hadn't gone down, Penn State might not have won that game against Utah. I don't yeah, know. Talk about Cam falling. <laughs> hey you. Hey you. Uh, um, I'll take I'll take Tennessee. Sure. Oh right. wow. So Tennessee. I did convince him. Great. <laughs> Tennessee advances. Uh, we're gonna go. Uh, Bam advances too. Okay, next Bama, Washington next matchup is uh, Clemson and USC. I'm going. Uh, y- y- well, Caleb Williams played. He did. So I'll take you. He, he wasn't 100. I'll, I'll take, I'll take USC. Yeah, I'll take but USC then again, too. he let Tulane score how many fucking points? Um, hey, Tulane's a good team. I know, but I'm just saying their defense is terrible. But yeah, I, I'd probably take USC. Um. Okay, and then uh, Utah, Kansas State, eight nine. Uh, man. See, these would have been such fun matchups. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Utah, Kansas State. I'd take Utah. I would take Utah also. I'm assuming that Cam Rising doesn't get hurt. Right. Yeah, he's not um, going to Cam fall. I don't know, man. I might I, I might take K-State in that game. Do they re-see well? Uh, uh, it would be close Gosh, for sure, but it's, these it's been really fun matchups. Right, and then uh, do they reseed after that? or does, does... I don't I, I, There is a weird process there. I'm not sure if they reseed, but then... The tops, it, it all comes down because the only top four get a buy, and so they must recede because then the top four would be included in the next round. Okay, so recede use uh, USC USC or excuse me uh, Georgia USC Georgia yeah, Georgia USC, Georgia. Okay, fun matchup though. Uh, Michigan and Utah, Michigan, Michigan, yeah, another Michigan fun matchup. Well. Yeah, um, TCU and Tennessee. TCU, yeah, and then Ohio State, Bama. Yeah, I mean be, that's Bama. a tough matchup. Right? 
I don't know. I mean, I, again, like it all depends on who plays best, but um, I'd probably give the edge to Ohio State there, actually. Uh, ooh, it would be close. I'm going to go Bama, though. All right, so it would be Bama, TCU, Georgia, Michigan. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> no, Bama's the odd man in there. If if we would have picked Ohio State, it would be the same. For right, but even circle. still, like, all the, none of those games right. felt like anyway, just that was fun. surefire. Fun. You know what I mean? Was that like, fun or was that stupid? No, that was fun because okay. imagine some of those games go the other way. We could have had, like, a completely different Final Four. And again, my whole point is that after seeing these two playoff games, which were amazing, is that I feel like this is maybe the most competitive college football, like, top 10 final four we've we've had since the playoff yeah for sure and yeah. we can start with the uh we'll go in order the the michigan uh, our michigan tcu game um i mean look as a michigan fan i went i, oh, I got notes on this game i wrote so, down a lot during this game i lost uh, i lost some money on this game during the breakdown when we, when we went last week i was like hey if, if michigan can control the line of scrimmage they're gonna be fine they're gonna win the game they did not control the line of scrimmage and frankly, like as we got closer to Saturday, Saturday morning, I woke up feeling very nervous. Did you hear the? I'm sorry to interrupt you, Will. Total interruption with a total left turn. Okay, so I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Did you hear the the Ron White delivery in there? Mm-mm. No. He goes total. He goes the offensive line was going to dominate, and the offensive line did not dominate. I don't know. I can't do it again. Is that, that Ron was, White? When you're listening back, or were the others? Just, just, just hit you back mean, 15 you, seconds. You mean Burgundy or Ron White? No, I'm feeling Ron White there. Oh, okay. I felt a little bit of a Ron White twang in the delivery. Maybe I'm off. Sorry. Might just be in. you. That's okay. Probably hey, is. That's okay. But look, I mean, it usually is. When I woke up Saturday morning, I, I, completely honest, I was nervous. Because the truth is that no one was giving TCU a shot, and I didn't during the breakdown, and and I didn't. I felt confident about it, but as I got closer, I just felt like nobody's picking TCU. I feel like they're going to win, and sure, I mean they came out, especially in the first half, and completely were, they outcoached Michigan, they outplayed Michigan. Uh, every big play, they were the one that was making the right play, and and Michigan was making mistakes. Um, yeah, there were. I'll say it as like that touchdown play that got called back by the ref was horseshit. That was a touchdown. He clearly didn't have possession yeah, I agree. until Bad he call. was in there. Yeah. But even still, you get the ball first and goal. Like You have to convert that. Instead, they fumble it on the first play. So like even though I felt like Michigan screw, got screwed on that play specifically, and that is ultimately a touchdown off the board in a six-point game, Michigan made so many mistakes, like two pick sixes from J.J. McCarthy. Um, TCU ran the ball better than Michigan. I mean, they had like 300 yards rushing on Michigan, which nobody has done all year long. Their offensive line played better. I thought they were more physical. Like the whole narrative of like Michigan is can TCU match the physicality? They clearly had a chip on their shoulder because of that, and they just like flat out outplayed Michigan. And Michigan still had a chance at the end, but um, like credit to TCU. And I mean, I you can't say enough about Sonny Dykes in his first year in a team that was like below average last year. Like going going to the Big Twelve championship game, and yeah, he lost that, but making it to a playoff now to a national championship. And I think they have a legitimate shot against Georgia. I really do. Okay, so it's amazing how different you and I saw the game. Um, I agree with a lot of what you said. I agree that, yes, J.J. McCarthy did make some mistakes. He did have some plays in his hand that he made mistakes. I will also agree that TCU was a lot more physical than we thought they were going to be. Okay, Wait, TCU, they did. They, 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 they played very well. And I was impressed with both lines, okay? But my overall takeaway from that game, overwhelmingly, was Michigan's coaching staff had such a bizarre approach to the game right. that could have worked out but didn't work out. And, and I, I, you know how I like my analogies? 
I think that they, I think that they thought that they were going to win that game. And I think that they thought they wanted to win that game spectacular in, in spectacular fashion with the trick plays. They wanted to do it in style. Right, they didn't the Philly want, special play. If Michigan would have just li- exactly, if Michigan would have just lined up and played Michigan football instead of like Will said, the Philly special, handing it off to a linebacker on first and one. Which apparently, Will, you watch more Michigan a lot more than I have this year. They said they did that sparingly this year. Now they may practice that all the time, but. It was just so weird. If Michigan would have just lined up and played bread and butter Michigan football, I think they would have been perfectly fine. They shot themselves in the foot, both offensively, the things that we can notice. And one thing I'm getting better at, I'm not claiming to be uh, some X's and O's expert right now. I'm not claiming to be you know able to draw these plays up, but I'm getting better at noticing crucial little tweaks that that the defensive coordinators do during the game that I didn't notice before. And one thing that I thought Michigan kept doing over and over and over, like slamming their head into a brick wall in well into the second half was bringing their safeties, quarterback blitzes. And I mean, that may be what what they do. I'm not saying that's not what they do, but you have to eventually switch it up and say, this isn't working. So specifically with that, uh, like, yeah, you're right. The, the Philly special on fourth and two, I hated like so, Michigan had three their first three chances in the red zone, uh, where they had goal to go opportunities. They walked away with three points on three of those chances. Right. They had the fourth and goal right. where they do they do a Philly special, which was stupid, um, but it was from the two yard line, so it's not like they guarantee they get that. The next one, of course, f- first and goal, and yeah, they hand it off to converted linebacker who played as a running back the last few weeks because uh, Blake Quorum got hurt and their other backup, C.J. Stokes, got hurt. So they were thin at running back. But even still, I hated that play. Like, run a quarterback sneak. You're at the, the, the half-yard line. Just QB sneak it four times yeah, if you that, have to. How many times did, did TCU, which, by the way, I think that play where you, you motion a tight end over and they get behind the quarterback and everyone pushes him in, yes. that's going to be outlawed soon. That's going to be illegal I don't soon, know. Right? You don't think that's 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 legal? I, I, they changed that I with mean, the bush push. Now, I would but. agree with that because I don't see much of a difference between big guys lining up behind smaller guys, smaller quarterbacks, and pushing them forward versus pulling guys off of piles. Yeah, that's true. You know, I don't, I don't see much difference in that. So I think I think Walgie has is on Maybe something as far as that goes. But yeah, it worked for TCU. I wish Michigan would have done yeah. that. And then you know, like like yeah, they they shot themselves in the foot for sure. Like I, I agree with your assessment. However. The whole stuff about blitzing corners and safeties, they were doing that because the entire first half, especially, they could not get pressure from with their front four. Like like but Max there's Duggan other, was clean. There's other that that's part of what I was talking about. There's other way to me bringing a safety is so it reeks of desperation. Maybe it reeks. I mean, there's you can do other things. You can bring in other well, demands. Like there you, were a lot of those plays where like guys were covered up and Max okay. Duggan like like fought off just long enough to hit the open guy played amazing are you eating cookies yeah I'm very what hungry. kind of a cookie is that? that wait let me guess is that it looks like a macadamia nut is no. that a macadamia this is, is it a white chocolate by the way this the company is milk bar they make okay. a, these amazing cookies uh this is a confetti cookie uh, and I never eat on the podcast, but I'm like, I'm famished. Okay, I had a long confetti day. cookie. No, no, no. To, hey, to it's fine. Some Wendy's as long, I, I don't mind as long as there's no smacking on the mic. There's nothing more annoying than when I have my headphones in and someone on another podcast is is pulling a Frank Reynolds and just smacking in the mic. It's like, why? Like, seriously? So as long as that, I don't, I don't care. So I shouldn't bring in like beef jerky? And yeah, right, or like peanuts or like <laughs> chips Soup. or something? Soup. <laughs> but I got some really good beef jerky. You guys can have some before you leave. Um, okay. Uh, this is in my notes for for that game. Yeah, the the play where TCU's cornerback 
identified the wide receiver screen yes. on a crucial I saw crucial, that play coming was it too. third or fourth down it was a it was a third down yes and, and that's when I and that was earlier in the game before they'd seen that look that was just a simple they'd look they'd looked at film yeah film study. Michigan ran that play once this year by the way they broke it out at a big moment against like Indiana or something like that it's like why didn't you save that for one of these big moments and, and I'm and, and I'm writing down okay well this 19 year old just outsmarted the Michigan coaching staff yeah. that was so, that guy I think his name was Flowers was it the, who had like an insane game he like he had one of the pick sixes there was a guy Winters Winters thank you a, a incredible game from that guy he's a stud man. yeah yeah, um, and look, a lot of these notes are just me yelling. Holy shit! <laughs> All of this, you know, uh, a little less repetitive for for me to to say these things. But overall, I thought that the coaching staff blew it. I thought it was equivalent of if we did the same podcast day after day, and we were suddenly in like some podcast championship. And for the for the show we're going to send in to be reviewed, we have like clowns in the studio, and we're doing right. like like the the Howard Stern hookers in the studio, like all that kind of stuff. Sounds nice. Wait, what? I mean, we can discuss that for next season, certainly, or try the off season. But uh, yeah, off season coming up. Okay, uh, every other week, right? We're doing every other week uh, the, the shows the in the off season, sure. and then every other show is going to be like the Zoom. So we're going to be doing the Zoomies for a lot of the off-season shows, which is fine. So my last note is that for, for that game specifically is that it went a lot like the Ohio State game for Michigan, except you know they just didn't make the plays to stay in it in the first half. Like they couldn't run the whole first half. Michigan couldn't run the ball at all. Yeah. TCU's like like uh, three three five was confusing Michigan's offensive line. They weren't getting a push, and that I immediately was like, "This is bad. This is really bad." And they they're down what eleven points at halftime or, or, or thirteen or something like that, and so. I didn't have didn't have a good feeling about it, and I just I I I felt like TCU really deserved it more. I know Michigan outgained them, but the mistakes like you can't do I, that. See, that's what I don't. I, I think you're saying that, and uh, we we like to get philosophical here. You know how I like to get oh, yeah. deep, but I, I'm not trying to rub it in. I, I swear, Will, I'm not trying to do this for any like motive reason. I I think the truth is. You are trying to protect yourself because you don't want to say that Michigan blew it, and I think Michigan blew it. Well, they did, but like it's not. So it's, it's easier for you to say that it's TCU both. played well. TCU, and TCU did play it. well, though. Man. I mean, they, they played, played a great game. Look, they're the number. They 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 have one loss this season. They're the number three team in the nation. They're a good team. It's the same thing with like Toledo. They had a better game plan, teams. though. They, they, I think that, I think that you're right. Thank the you. defense confused Michigan, but they didn't have a better game plan. If Michigan would have scored the first three drives, it'd be 21 to whatever. Well, see, and, that's, and it's yeah. a completely different game. The game to me kind of came down to. Um, you kind of saw the the rawness of JJ McCarthy and what it's like to have a veteran quarterback in, in Dugan. Yeah, um, Dugan, Dugan. The Duganator, dude. Okay, so but, we got and, and, and yeah. just just to, just to finish that point is um, the first uh, pick six. The ball was behind the receiver. He let the uh, running back or the DB come underneath the throw. The second uh, pick six. He um, should have never made that throw. He should have saw that linebacker hovering for sure and then the rest of the game when they needed a second and long a third and long the balls were either one hopping receivers or he was throwing them over his head well he still had he a good he had some he, long throws some good ones statistically but yeah. he, had, he he still had an okay game but, but you, you could see where the moment got a little bit too big for him especially when they got down big um and then on the very last play the fourth down play like the the, the he was not even ready for the snap right there was a miscommunication with the center and it's like a fumble and and uh I mean, yeah, it was just it, like ridiculous. But what I, I mean, again, impromptu uh, uh, headline: one one quarterback with the long throws, 
but the quarterback long in the tooth gets the win. I mean, a little no. wordy, a little it wordy a little for wordy. a headline. That's more yeah. of like a uh, you know first first Plus, uh, sentence of the of the story. I like to use long in the tooth when people actually have long teeth, and it works out. Like if mm. Max Duggan had long teeth. You love horse analogies, is what it is. Yeah, he doesn't have a horse. Walt face. a big Gary Busey fan. I mean, Gary Busey, he's got a real horse face. Shout out, Julia Roberts, horse face. You know, real horse face going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, look, TCU, they're they're in it, and and they're gonna play play Georgia and the Georgia. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. 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 You said okay. Uh, well, I, I said okay because uh, I didn't know where you were going with that. But uh, TCU, they are in it. Does TCU stick around? Like is TCU in the conversation the next couple of years, or is this going to be my my wish? Is this is how the new college football is, and this is all ha- always happens? But is TCU going to be there after Duggan leaves and they get a refresh on the roster? I don't know. I mean, losing Duggan will have a big a big effect. I think that that Dykes is going to recruit well. I think he's is at this point he's proven that he can win. I think the biggest concern is going to be, you know, at, at what's going to get poached as far as like his coordinators. I wouldn't be surprised to see his coordinators kind of get poached. I, I wouldn't expect them to just all of a sudden have like powerhouse program that you expect them to win the Big 12 every year. Are they even going to be in the Big 12? Right. Well, they might actually. I mean, who knows? I mean, I, I don't know. what's like Once once Oklahoma and Texas leave, maybe it's TCU's conference. I mean, honestly, who knows? But, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's a recruiting hotbed. Yeah, like, it's just I, I don't know what well, to expect. It's yeah, just uh, like the, the idea that preseason, like I didn't even give TCU a chance of winning the Big 12. Honestly, if you listen to the preseason show, it was they were an afterthought. It was like, yeah, you know, they're a talented team, but it's the first year, Sonny Dykes, blah, blah, blah. And so, I mean, they just, they, they're in every game. They don't ever, they're never like um, completely out of it, even in the one game they lost. And that, it gives me like hope when you see them uh, uh, facing Georgia in the, in the championship game. And I'll be rooting for TCU, seriously. Like, they're going to be the team. Well, that I'm we're, for we're breaking that down here coming up soon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Hey, we um, have a bet board game to end the season. Why not? It counts for a total record. Um, but Georgia, Georgia, Ohio State, another incredible game. And so after, once Michigan loses, by the way, my whole, all I wanted was for Ohio State to get wrecked by Georgia. That's yeah. what I was feeling. Because I knew that if Ohio State beat Georgia and went to the national championship game and, and won, Every Ohio State fan would be like, it doesn't matter that we lost to Michigan and Columbus. We won the national championship, and I couldn't have that. And so all I needed, I, like I was texting all my family, my friends. I was like, please just let Georgia destroy them. And what happens, like Ohio State comes out <laughs> so hot, they get a, a really early lead, and I was like, fuck, man, this is not my day. But Georgia just keeps swinging um, some very crucial you know, calls in that game that some people say are up in the air. I actually don't – I didn't really hate – the targeting, the non-targeting call against Marvin Harrison, I feel like even though it was a hard hit and it took him out of the game, it didn't look dirty. Uh, you have the review for the first down uh, with the tight end Bowers, um, where he's like the ball is out of bounds, but he's not yet, so they advance it, which I hadn't seen before. I think it's probably how you should officiate it, but I don't think I've ever seen a call reviewed that way. And so it was just an interesting game, and, and Georgia just kept swinging. They stayed in it, and ultimately. They get some crucial stops and, and big plays down the field. But, I mean, I'm, I'm, again, massive. I was most impressed with, with C.J. Stroud and the Ohio State offense to come out and, and, and honestly score easily on that Georgia defense. That like, oh, The Ohio State offense was great. Yeah. Um, I mentioned coaching in the Michigan game, and I'm not going this just for the sake of being lazy and, and having the same take. I thought coaching defined a lot of the – the second uh, playoff game as well. And look, I've been critical by Ryan Day. Like, I was the probably the one of the... Ryan Knight. I mean, I was... From the very get-go, I said Ryan Knight, remember? And 
when Michigan said he born was born on third, on third yeah, exactly. I love that because I've been saying that from the beginning. This was the first game since he's been the Ohio State coach where I left thinking, damn, he was prepared like an all-time coach. Very he was prepared. ready. He was out coaching. Uh, Kirby, Kirby Smart, Kirby Dumb, and exactly Kirby Dumb in the first half, maybe. Um, well, but no, I think Ryan Day was just better. Look, sometimes you're not the better coach, and you know, uh, Will. Sometimes you're not the better picker. Does that make you dumb? No, I'm having so sometimes. much fun with this, Ryan. And then you just wait for next week. Sometimes um, you get cheated. So <laughs> I, I did think that Ohio State, but this was my point. This is why I took him last week. Is I thought it was silly just to sell stock because they didn't look good one game. Ohio State's got. Players beyond players. I mean, if you could start a roster with with one team, Ohio State's going to be a lot of people's first pick. So yeah. uh, you know they they they're learning. I think Ryan Day's learning that that system doesn't work in the playoffs. He's not doing the same stuff that didn't work before. And you know what? I wanted Ohio State to win for one reason. I actually told Ryan this before. I I couldn't hit talk to you that day. I wanted to say a few things, but I knew you were probably in the dumps a little bit. So I didn't want to be, <laughs> you didn't rub it in. To it. I, I didn't want to rub that. it in. My um, dad told me to call the police to have a wellness check on you. <laughs> <laughs> After Michigan lost at Ohio state was up like three scores. Yeah. It's like, how will do it. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, but I was saying to Ryan, I go, how painful would it be for will to watch Ohio state beat TCU in the, cha- in the championship? Yeah, it'd be awful. Oh. That, that, that is exactly why oh. by the end of that game, I was, I was Kramer at the horse track, like, like, like getting, I was like, come on, Georgia, come on. Like I I was freaking out and yeah, I mean, look, I'm biased. I hate Ohio state. I don't, I never want them to win anything. Well, that kick to, (laughs) that kick to end it looked like one of you two at the combine every year. I loved that. Like that, that it's even better than having Georgia win with a field goal than having Ohio state lose because they miss it and like shank it. We'll have to do a that side one, by that side. That one was fun for me. <laughs> for the, for the but combine. But honestly, I did come away being like, okay, like Ohio State, they weren't as, as soft as I thought they were. Like soft. I really felt like they just hadn't been tested all year. And I th- I do think the Michigan game kind of woke something up in them. And C.J. Stroud played great. And if Marvin Harrison doesn't get injured, they probably do win that game. I mean, how about that, yeah. how about that timeout call from Kirby Smart yep. in the fourth quarter that prevents a fake punt. Yeah, Kirby very smart. There. Kirby not so dumb. <laughs> yeah, that was a very Kirby smart move. And and that one probably, I mean, that honestly might save them the game. I know there was like nine minutes left still at that point. I but mean, it did because didn't they run it anyway, even though they got the timeout off? And it- no, they ended up punting after that because they No, but were- I, what I'm saying before... They actually called the timeout on the field. They ran the play. Yes, yeah, and, and they he got had the first a ton down. of, of yeah. like it, it, they were they were setting themselves up to score again. Mm-hmm. And instead, Georgia gets the ball back and they score on that next drive. And so that was huge. And like, but but what I just loved, honestly, and it was about both these games that even though like the the Michigan game wasn't the outcome I wanted, like these games were amazing. They were such good games back to back, which we have not had in the playoffs yet. We've had like a, like one good game and then a good championship game. Right. We have not had just both semifinal games be amazing like that. I think there was more than than a hundred points scored in both games, right? Or it was close, um, like a ton of offense. I, they were they were amazing games, and a, you know one play here or there in, in either one of those games, and you have completely different outcomes, which is like it's exciting. That makes that's good for college football, and and I, TCU getting there is good for college football. Absolutely, and, I agree. And so like this is. It's an exciting time, and even though, yeah, I'm bummed about Michigan and 
Uh, I wish Ohio State would have gotten stomped on by 40 points. Huh. That didn't happen, but like the games were amazing, and it's setting up for a really amazing, interesting amazing. championship game. Like The Georgia-TCU mat- matchup, yes. despite the spread, I think is a really fascinating uh, um, matchup, and I think it... I think it will actually be a close game, honestly. I'm ready to break that down soon. Uh, well, let's cover some college ball news before we do that. News. We got news. Um, obviously, there's a lot of rumors right now about Jim Harbaugh taking an NFL when job. When should I heat my coffee up? Well, I, at this point, I'm going new cup. I'm just going to brew new. New brew. Brew new. Yes. Actually, would you... Would Nothing you, like a new brew for, for a nice championship breakdown. Would you... Uh, you want some? Oh, I love water. Actually, I didn't bring. Yeah, I got water some water. Time. It's it's really cold filtered water. It's love delicious. It. I love actually it. looking at cold that uh, at that at that mug. Yeah, it, it looks like uh, for the viewers or for the listeners only out there. Yes, it's a mug that Walji can ride on. Uh, it's got a chalk with chalk. It's, it's got a chalkboard on it. Four time. Bet board champion, but from across the room, it looks like four-time BLT board champ. It does. Yeah, you know what? Your e is pretty weak. <laughs> I will say a BLT's underrated sandwich. Oh, if you've got absolutely. Some good, nice, thick cut bacon on that sandwich. Crispy lettuce, See, so, listen, so, and, some and delicious and mayo, and just some chicken or turkey away from a club. The yeah. real, and, and, the and, real and, test with BLT, it, like thick cut bacon is great. No, but even with bad bacon, you have to have good tomato and lettuce. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the real key. Nice cut of tomato. The integrity oh, of the sandwich is key. You know what? I'm glad I you guys. I am so hungry, you guys. I'm glad <laughs> you guys uh, agreed with me there. Sometimes I get pushed back no, with my BLT is amazing. Okay, such a good sandwich. But you don't serve it at a tailgate, by the way. You don't serve a BLT at a tailgate. It's an it's another a solid enough tailgate. Everyone would like it, but you're right. It's not that, that's it's not tailgate. That's a sandwich that you make when you need to go to the grocery store, but you got nothing left in the house. Yeah. Exactly. Throw it yeah. together. Yeah, that's when I got my chunky soups. I got a lot of chunky soups like stuffed away like uh like uh, cousin Eddie has cash stuffed <laughs> away. Uh, like chunky soups buried in the backyard. Oh, yeah, that's when I sold one of my kidneys. SpaghettiOs, <laughs> Chef Boyardee. Uh, Cousin Eddie, for the kids out there, go watch some of the vacation movies. Oh, yeah. Shout I don't out. know why they call it Hamburger Helper. Randy just Quaid. fine by itself. Randy Quaid, a legend. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, look, Harbaugh, the rumors are that, that, and it's sounding like good, credible sources are saying if he's offered an NFL job, he's going to take it. He has not been offered one yet. Come to Denver, baby. Okay. Do we not understand? Look, I, I've had such a change of of emotions, been a been a fluster of emotions for this whole thing. I initially, when I read the report, thought, "Oh, damn, Harbaugh's coming to Denver," which I'm excited about because I like the Broncos. But Harbaugh's done this time and time again. He just toys with the media to get no, these see, contract raises, to get these. Last year was was the first time where it was real. Every year before that, it wasn't Harbaugh. It was. Like rumors, like the NFL teams want to reach out to him, but he wasn't ever serious about going. I didn't even so last believe year it. With Michigan, I didn't Vikings, believe it last year Minnesota. until he was yeah interviewing with Minnesota. And now with this year, this is the first time that actually a few weeks ago he came out and said, "I think Michigan fans are going to be excited to know I'll be coaching there in 2023." He actually said that, and so I was shocked to hear that legit sources in like like people that are trusted, like the Adam Sheffers of Michigan football. This guy John U. Bacon is saying, "Hey, Adam this is this is real." Uh, like, like, and I don't know that he's actually going to be offered a job. Apparently, he's already talked to the owner for Carolina. the The report I read said he's not interested in Denver. It sounds like it would either be Carolina or maybe the Colts if the Colts are interested because he played for the Colts. Who would be interested in coming to a division with Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, no shit. Justin Herbert and Josh McDaniels. Well, look, the Raiders <laughs> have a lot of good pieces. He's going to be gone no, soon, I know. and I think Derek Carr. Maybe I like Derek Carr actually, but either way, that's sure. a tough division. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a super tough division. And, like, Russell Wilson's not exactly an ideal situation to jump into with a giant contract with a guy who's playing like shit. So, but whatever. That's enough of N- NFL talk. That's right. That's, an, that's enough NFL talk that's for college right. football tailgate. Let's but hide. the that's point right. is that the all the, the reports are weird because they say that Harbaugh is um, he's tired of of the world of college football, but not specifically NIL, not um, – not like the, the the transfer portal stuff. So I don't even know what that means. Maybe he's tired of recruiting. Maybe he's tired of that. That might be a recruiting. It's, it's not that he's upset a, with Michigan again. Like the the this guy John U. Bacon, who is like the U. Adam Schefter of Michigan. BLT. <laughs> exactly. He is saying it's not that he's unhappy about his pay. It's not that he doesn't like Michigan. It's that he's tired of culture ball. So I don't really know what. The, it's a vague. It's a weird statement to but, I mean, make. Jim Harbaugh to me seems like the kind of coach who is all football all the time with, right. the, with the restrictions for practice and you can't even talk to your players all the time. Like yep. maybe he just wants to be an NFL coach where he can coach. Yeah. I definitely think that he like has in the back of his head, knowing that he was so close with the 49ers to winning a Super Bowl that he wants to go back. I don't know well, the back of your head. All. There's a lot of like, like, uh, isn't that where your vision processing is? So maybe it's like more know. the f- more like the forefront of his head. Smitty is our is our in house scientist. Yeah. Do Brandon, know don't the optical nerves go to the back of the head? Uh, no idea. I think I'm I think I'm right there. All I know is the frontal lobe is personality stuff. Yeah, yeah, the prefrontal yeah. cortex. It's yeah, the yeah. new it's the new shit. Uh, I mean, we're getting really into that new new scientific shit. But yeah, I mean, look, it's it's surprising to me, especially with how much talent like is coming back for Michigan next year. You get oh, you get Ohio go. State at home. There we go. No, no, no. Like those those are things where you go, okay. He just had a chance at going to a national championship game and was this close. And now you look at the college landscape right now. Alabama is not as dominant as they were. Georgia is not as dominant as they were. Georgia's going to lose Stetson Bennett. Alabama is losing Bryce Young. Um, Ohio State's losing C.J. Stroud. You get Ohio State should at I home. Get my, should I get my coffee while you're going to talk about how good Michigan's going to be? No, I'm just saying. I'm time? not saying that. I'm not even like they might not even win the Big Ten. But like of all the years to go, I'm going to bail out now. I feel like this is not the one because things are looking good for them next year. You've won the you've won the Big Ten two years in a row, and you bring back a young JJ McCarthy. You know um, uh, Donovan Edwards. Like a lot of Michigan's talent, like eighty percent of their production scoring production is coming back. A lot of the defensive production is coming back. So it just I don't really get it. I don't know what's in in Harbaugh's mind. And the more this drags out, actually, the more I think it's likely he stays at Michigan. But at this point, I'm just waiting to see that tweet that's like, hey. You know, Jim Harbaugh takes the job at Carolina or he takes the job, you know, for, for the Colts or whatever. And so, yeah. I don't know. It's wild stuff. But wild, wacky, wacky, wild stuff. Another big piece of culture ball news, which came out today, and this one is is very interesting. Texas A&M hired Bobby Petrino to be the offensive coordinator. Jimbo Fisher giving up play calling duties. Um, this is this is a good. very good, <laughs> smart play for A&M. Uh, I don't know that Jimbo Fisher can just turn things around. Maybe it won't work out for him, but we said all year about how he had to give up play calling duties. The offense was terrible. And for him to, to go in and, I mean, Petrino was just like hired at UNLV like less than a month ago. Um, and, you know, he 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 comes to A&M and he's, uh, Bobby Petrino is a legitimate offensive mind. He scores points everywhere he goes. Yeah. He's hilarious when he wrecks on motorcycles and goes to press conferences with neck braces and all that shit. But <laughs> like this is, I actually love this move from A&M and I know they had a bunch of guys transfer out. If they can get the quarterback situation figured out, if Petrino can get them scoring points, all of a sudden thing, you could see a turnaround 
as quickly as things went from good to bad at A&M from last year to this year, I think you could see the same turnaround in the opposite direction, honestly. No, I do too. I mean, they are loaded. They did have... Tw- tw- did you mention the transfers? Yeah, they had the most yeah. of all Power 5 teams that transfer out. <laughs> 24, I think. Yeah, it's a lot. Woo. That's a whole lot. Yeah, but they'll be fine. They got a lot of talent there. As long as they can get someone to, to coordinate that talent, get the right guys on the field. No, it's the SEC. They're going to have some competition, but I think that they're a pure, obvious candidate for like turnaround team of the year next year. Yeah, 100% agree. Uh, why don't you go uh, heat up your or, or get a fresh cup of coffee. Fresh cup. Get me a glass of, of sparkling water if you have it. Okay. Uh, sparkling would be fantastic. Yes. And bougie-ass podcast host over here. I, I do. don't have sparkling water. No, that's okay. Are I, you going to do the bet US read while I'm gone? Just, just, uh, I was going to recap the bowl games. Just actually. blow okay, bubbles cool. in his water. Yeah, actually, please Because I have a best bet for when you do the bet US read. Okay, we'll save it for you. So what Smitty and I will do is we'll recap some of the bowl games because we did kind of skip over a lot of we those. We will vamp. We, yeah, we, yeah, Smitty and I are just going to – we're just going to you know grind it out while, while Tyler's doing his thing. Um, Oregon takes down North Carolina. This was a great game. They needed every last minute. Uh, you know, they, they get a, a – they doink the extra point to, to win it at the very end. The but North Carolina – Cover this. Oregon was favored by fourteen and a half points in this game. Yeah, and that's where I thought this game was going to go. But yeah, and I mean North Carolina played great, but Oregon gets the win. Ten win season. Bo Nix returning for next year. Uh, a lot of positive for the Ducks for sure. We mentioned uh, Arkansas ekes it out against Kansas in in double overtime, I believe. But triple, triple overtime. Oh yeah, that's triple right. Uh, horrible, horrible new overtime rules. Two point conversion competition yeah. is stupid. Yeah, and it was uh, it was kind of a. The last play of the game, I don't know if you if you saw it it's in its entirety, but they ran like a reverse pass. Kansas ran like a reverse pass. Had this, this receiver, or maybe he was a backup quarterback, had a wide-open guy in the end zone and just he put it about five rows deep, yeah. which was not pretty ideal. unfortunate. That's not a good feeling when you get, finally, you, of all the plays, one play where the quarterback right. is not the guy throwing it, and he just fucking airmails it. <laughs> yeah. That's not. A, that, that's what I'm sure at that exact moment, Lance Leipold was like, Ugh, "Yeah, was why did call. I do that? Rough call. Why did I take the ball out of Jaden Daniels' hands? Yeah, um, Jaden, Jalen. I don't know. You tell me. Shit, <laughs> I've already forgotten. It's Jaden. Jaden at Kansas. Yes, it's Jaden. <laughs> it's Jaden. Um, Texas Tech d- dominates Ole Miss. Yeah. That was a really – I was very impressed with Texas Tech. Joey McGuire uh, signed a new contract. Things are really – I actually think Texas Tech is like the next team up in the Big 12 to to really start um, to start building something and, and making a name for themselves. Yeah, they're, they're definitely a tough out all year. No matter, for no matter sure. who it was, who the, who's playing him, and he's like this, uh, you know, J- Joey McGuire is like this Texas high school coaching legend. So th- having those connections in the high school coaching world sure. is huge for recruiting. Yeah, yeah and Texas. now they're they're doing some renovations to the the uh, stadium in Lubbock. Like I think that Texas Tech is actually going to be a, a really dangerous team moving forward the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, Washington takes down Texas. Uh, great game. Washington led early and never really let it up. Um, you know this this Texas offense uh, with Quinn Ewers, like he's just it's it's, it's frustrating because like you to start the year and in that game against Alabama before he got hurt and even some other games like he has so much talent but he's not putting it all together right and for like that that's a game uh, you know Washington was was you know ten and two going into that and, and Texas yeah. had only eight wins but even still like Texas was favored because of the talent on the field and you had a lot of good defensive plays or, or defensive. Uh, performances from both sides 
but ultimately like Washington got it done. Kalen DeBoer had a better a better game plan. Did you see uh Sark before the game losing his shit on the uh oh my god, man. What yeah, a horrible look. It, yeah, it was it was a pretty tough look. And That's I a don't really know tough look. And it's an even worse look. Well, I don't know if it's an even worse look if the guy's not on your staff or or he works for the stadium or whoever. He's like a network guy. He was a network guy. Yeah. I think I think that makes it a little bit horrible. Worse. Yeah. Horrible look. I mean, and, and the best part is that like two days later during the Michigan TCU game, I know. they showed that exact same that, scene with Harbaugh, just, and the guy touched him. Harbaugh was like, "Okay, yeah." And but like Sark, so if you didn't see it, you got to look it up. But before the game, right? They're they're waiting for the teams to come out of the tunnel. And yeah, what it is, it's like a production person. Right. And these are the guys who run out on the field during TV timeouts. And they, like, if, if you ever go to a game, you see these guys, and the refs are actually waiting on them to make sure that the cameras are running before they start the play, right? And so the, the production assistant is holding the Texas players from coming out of the tunnel. And Sark is coming up, and like all these guys are kind of pushing forward. And the production guy just puts his hand on Sark's chest to be like, hey, hold up for a minute. We're not ready to go just yet. And Sark just like looks at him and just loses his shit. Yeah. Like like as if you would have thought this guy just spit in his face and someone you could read his lips. He was like, Get your fucking hands off me, motherfucker. Don't fucking touch me. And the guy was like, Okay, geez. Yeah. Like ho- just a horrible look from Sark. Especially like pregame. I like, get you're fired up, but like actually, you know, like I don't know. To me that that made me that kind of changed my opinion a little bit of Sark. Honestly. Yeah, me too. Well, I don't know if it changed my opinion. I've I, I've always thought Sark was a little off of his rocker, but that's also kind of what you're looking for in a head coach. It's what makes him a good head coach. Um, but at the same time, you need to know your surroundings. You need to know that you've got cameras on you. For sure. It's your bowl game. Yeah. Um, as you come out of the tunnel. As yeah. you come out of the tunnel, you, you know, you, you need to you need to act like a professional. And, and I just thought it was a horrible look for him. Um, Will, one question about Texas. Yeah. Who's day one starter or game one starter next year? Is it Arch Manning or Quinn Ewers? So everything I've read is that Arch Manning has actually like asked the coaching staff for a red shirt his first year. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I, th- I think that would be great for I'm him. I'm pretty sure that's the understanding is that he he wants a red shirt if possible. Now, obviously, if like something happens where Quinn Ewers is hurt, I don't think he's going to be like, no, I'm not going to play. Obviously, but well, in these days too, that you you get four games before. Yeah, that's true. You're not eligible for a red shirt anymore. So, so I don't know. And with Hudson Card transferring uh, out, like it changes things for sure. But I do think it will be Quinn Ewers because I don't think you should give up on Quinn Ewers yet. No, no, no. Uh, I, I don't think so either. But all uh, right, two two thoughts on the, on this whole thing. First of all, Sark was. Yeah, I know you're Classless. hyped up, but that happens all the way time. out of line. You, you got to ease up there, dude. Yep. Um, but like Will said, kind of weird seeing that side. It's like Jerry Seinfeld said. She saw a side. I wasn't planning on, on showing that side for another six months. <laughs> right. Uh, we saw a side of Sark. Uh, yes, and the did. other thing, I don't believe Arch Manning would have committed to Texas if he didn't get the verbal go-ahead. He's going to play. I believe he had more leeway than anyone. And the one thing that I heard talked about, whether it was... Because what you got to do when you're looking at a, a player like Arch Manning who stayed away from the press, didn't do really many interviews, is listen to little nuggets here from Peyton or or Archie or Eli, whatever, right? What they said is he wants to play. He wants no, no, to no, go no. somewhere and play. They, they asked – he's the, everything I've read is that he asked for a red shirt his first year. Okay, well, the, the things that I picked up say the opposite. Now, if you've heard that verbatim, that's probably spot on. But what I've heard and what I've picked up in little interviews or on the Monday night – 
po- uh, uh, football show that they do when they were talking about it. Manning and, cast. The Manning cast. And they said that he wants to play. That's how I interpreted that, is that probably weighed in the decision. Now, if the red shirt's a, 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 a go-ahead, then... You know, then like Will says, what are we even talking about? Well, Isn't it going to be Quinn Ewers no matter what? And listen, his last name is Manning. I'm, I'm sure they're going to give him whatever the hell he wants, yeah. whether it's a red shirt, a chance to compete, you know. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I thought I'd read something because I, I just Googled it, and there's a lot of talk about is he going to red shirt, is he not going to. And I think what it is that Vince Young, of course, the Texas legend, came out and said that, that he uh, that that he believes that They'll they'll redshirt him, but you're right. I mean, maybe uh, you're right. Having the Manning name, like he'll get whatever he wants. Yeah, he was Vince the n- old. number one recruit. I call him Vince Old. Yeah, legend. Um, but great great year for Washington, eleven and two, and Kalen DeBoer's first year as head coach. They get Michael Penix coming back. Washington is it's going to be Washington and USC as the favorites in the big in the yeah. uh, the Pac-12 next year. I feel like, um, depending on what happens with uh, yeah. With, with Cam Rising in Utah, but even still, like those are two really good teams. Uh, Florida State looked great against Oklahoma in the Cheez-It Bowl. Um, Oklahoma came out hot early, actually, and then Florida State made a big comeback in the end, but that's a big win. Again, 10-win ten ten season for, uh, for Mike Norvell. You know, really good stuff. Um, we talked about Tennessee Clemson. Super impressed with how J- uh, Joe Milton looked at backup quarterback i'm still a big fan of his from his michigan time but i had major doubts because of how he looked at michigan and how he looked in a, in a couple games at tennessee but he was prepared he was launching bombs and they completely outplayed clemson and i was super impressed with that one um let's see oh alabama k-state alabama just blew him out immediately bryce young's last game he's going pro um so is uh is will anderson obviously and then the running back uh who's the um the kid that trades from Georgia Tech that, that was the Alabama running back. Help me out. Anybody? Ah, this is killing me. Um, but he, he's going pro as well. And actually, Alabama's got a lot of... of it's a Jameer Gibbs. Um, Gibbs. They, they have a lot of production leaving. And from a disappointing year, I'll be really interested to see how Alabama looks next year. Questions about who's going to start a quarterback. Um, and the fact that they kind of had some issues this year. And they're losing all their top guys. Like I, I think that... You know, we don't really know what to expect from Alabama next year, and and it may be, it may be a thing where it's Georgia's conference. Maybe it's LSU's. LSU gets the victory over Purdue, ten win season for uh, Brian Kelly in his first year. I mean, incredible, absolutely yeah. incredible. No, I mean they look great. Uh, I I thought that that was uh, again coaching. That's what I kind of learned this season. Well. Let's not apply every year moving forward that what we saw this year is going to happen. But this year, right. a lot of coaching mismatches. For sure. Uh, wasn't Drew Brees? <laughs> he, yeah, he, he was the interim coach for Purdue there. I mean, but that's, that's what coaching can do. To, to be fair. Say, well, Drew Brees knows what he's doing. They're starting quarterback and like all their top players all opted out once, uh, you know, once uh, Jeff Brom left. But, but you still, know how I like to do great. this? Let's put Drew Brees on LSU's sideline and Brian Kelly on Purdue's sideline. And we have a football game. Yeah, we do. It's certainly yeah. not 63-7. to seven. Yeah. So, um, and then we talked a little bit about Tulane USC, but one of the most insane uh, stats I saw, and Tulane gets to win incredible for Tulane. Was that by the, the way. game that sealed it for me, or was the Texas Tech the game the game that sealed it for me? He acts like he doesn't know, <laughs> but he knows for sure. Thank you for the water, by the way. So you are gracious. Yeah, I thought that was good for the off the mic. He's gracious. For the cameras, um, yeah. and cr- Tulane, I think they were were they two and ten last year. Yes. They went from two and, and ten, two and 10 to twelve and two, winning a New Year's Six Bowl against a USC team that was this close to making the, the Heisman playoff. winner and the Heisman okay. winner. So we got to get some Tulane gear, right? The Green Wave. 
Yeah, although I got to say, and I love their green, the baby blue does not go with the green. Those colors are not, those don't jive. I'll just say it. Yeah, they're baby blue with like forest green. It's strange. Isn't that what like uh, the youngsters are into? All those wacky colors together, like neon green. I don't think they're doing it to appeal to the youngsters, though. I think that's just their colors. I think that that's what, oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, for sure. Like jerseys, they would be. Yeah, the colors. Yeah. But uh, the the most, the craziest stat about this, and look, we're going to see what Lincoln Riley does if he makes a change of defensive coordinator from Alex Grinch. But USC had. I think 550 yards of offense. Yeah. They only punted one time, and they still lost to Tulane. Uh, with, 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 I think Caleb Williams points. had five touchdown passes in three quarters. He did. He had 460 yards, three five touchdowns, yeah. and they still lose. That's so how bad th- their this, defense is. This was the game that I was watching, and I, they were, I think they were up 12 with like five minutes to go, yes. and I turned it off. I went yep. and like did the dishes or something. Yep. And came back. There was seven seconds left. Can't do that. Lane's ready to score. Like, they needed two-point conversions to do it. Like, and, you know, just incredible. And so uh, good for them. But, Tyler, it all leads up to the TCU-Georgia game, the okay. Nationals Championship game Monday. The Natty. But well, we have a couple things. Of course. Uh, uh, I think, should we say, because we got to do the BetUS read. Yep. And then I've got a couple other uh, notes that I haven't got to yet. And a couple games. Okay. I've got I've got uh, a few things. So should we do that before the breakdown? And we'll save the breakdown for the for the end? Yes. Okay. So the first is a quick story. It's a little story time with Uncle Tyler. And I just thought you guys would find this funny. Today, I got uh, fish and chips. I went to lunch at uh, this place called uh, Lazy Dog. Okay. And I got some fish and chips. I'd never gotten it from there before. So I was trying something new. I always like to try something new on their menu. And... It came with uh, kind of a dipping sauce, but didn't come with... Tartar like, sauce? Yeah, it came with tartar sauce, but it didn't come with... I like malt vinegar. Malt vinegar, yeah, of course. And so I didn't have any at home. So I went to Target, didn't have malt vinegar, went to one more place, didn't have malt vinegar. And so what I, what I did was I, I knew for a fact five guys, burgers and fries, delicious, five guys has vinegar... Spencer's. Well, no, they have a bunch of like the Heinz vinegars in there. That's and, right. And and they have the little to-go cup so you can just dump it in and then uh, <laughs> you put walked the thing in, on. grabbed a handful so, of peanuts. Well, and... I was nervous because I wanted to go in and blend in. <laughs> there was one person ordering. Oh, no. Uh, an employee's cleaning. So I just kind of moseyed on. No one said anything. No one gave me shit. I just moseyed right on over, got a couple things of uh, mulled vinegar and headed on out. So that's what I did to, to get it my mulled vinegar. Yeah. And and uh, the the it was delicious. I mean, you can't go wrong with low malt vinegar when you have... A little bit of fish and chips. But to Five Guys, to, to bring it there, I've heard wildly different opinions on Five Guys. Some people think it's the best burger that you can get like in that category, and other people say it's soggy. That's right. the one complaint that I hear a lot about Five Guys. Interesting. Okay, yeah. I, I will say the, 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 yeah. the buns are very mediocre. Like they're... They're, the buns are, are the worst part about Five Guys. However, I love Five Guys. Like, really, the, their focus but is on, like, the meat to and the toppings. There. Do you have to eat it at the restaurant? No, and, and I w- almost every other burger joint, save for a drive through place, I would say, yes, eat it there. But because the buns are already so kind of cheap and soggy and mush to begin with, mm-hmm. and they just wrap them up in foil, that's the only, like, to-go burger place that I... I'm cool with like, oh, we, let's go pick up some burgers and go back home. Right. Okay. Well, that that was my story there. Tyler, and while I was out, malt vinegar. While I was out, I mentioned I went to Target to look for Standard. some malt vinegar. And 
One thing I noticed, because I, I did a lot of errands today, I had to go get a fan to blow in the ceiling because we're having leaks, and uh, you guys know about this. That's why we didn't record this weekend. That's right. Uh, had a little um, so, emergency. So the plumber tells me to get a snail fan to air out the foundation. I can show you guys, too. Um, so I fi- I figured a snail fan is going to be this little, little fan you put up like in the foundation, and it can stay up there and air it out. This thing weighs like 25 pounds. That's literally just uh, like the shape of it. It's huge, yeah. So I'm going to have to get like a snail. That's I'm why they call a, it that. A bookcase and bring it up there and put it on top of the bookcase so it's it can angle its way up there. And I had to rent it for $25 a goddamn day from Home Depot. I'm like, could you screw me anymore? Like 25 bucks a day for 24 hours. That's How much was outrageous. it to buy one? Uh, like 225 bucks. Why don't you just buy it and return it? Why can't you just use like a box fan? I don't get what's so special about the snail fan. It's Is like, it just like it's industrial like, strength. Yeah, yeah. It's super. And it's it's what the guy recommended so I don't get mold. So like for insurance, you have to do what they tell you to do because if if I get like a box fan and it gets moldy, right. insurance would say, screw you. He told you to get a snail fan. Yep. So I just have to do all we this We love insurance now. companies. Except I'm not. That's only if it gets to the mold point. Because I'm not going to use insurance. I'm gonna. I'm not, I'm not going to get into this because it's going to bore everyone. But it's going to be like only a, about two thousand bucks in, in the end. Why don't you run through uh, your deductible? Let's yeah, talk about your foundation. foundation. <laughs> yeah, and, and we're not. I don't think I'm using insurance. But anyway, that fan was. Uh, so so when I was at Home Depot, when I was at Walgreens, when so I was I, at let, Target. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Um, is the fish and chips in your car this whole time when you're walking around mm, for good malt, malt vinegar no, and, no, and fucking snail trails? I ran the errands. Whatever you were doing? I went and ate last. That was my last stop was the oh, food. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I did all Okay, the, how all long before. from securing the fish and chips to securing the malt vinegar? Uh, That was a matter of... Uh, Oh, no, no. I did it before. I did this all oh, beforehand. Okay, okay. I got the malt vinegar beforehand. That's, I, that's yeah, good. Yeah. Because I knew that uh, they wouldn't have any there, and you pop it in the oven when you get home, and everything, chicken, fryer, baby, chicken, uh, like fingers, wait, uh, wait, wait, and uh, you got fishing like cooking that's what home I'm saying. fish and chips. No, I popped it in the oven when I got home. I got it to go, and I ate it at home. That's Why'd why. That's why I was able just to, to like get it extra hot. Yeah, and, and, it's and not actually, cooked. I feel like it would get a little soggy if you're running around looking for your malt vinegar. <clears throat> This whole operation is suspect. I'm just gonna say. <laughs> no, why? What's sus? Well, Jesus. If, if, if anything, I think Ryan. I, I don't remember exactly when the malt vinegar was. If I got the my whole concern is 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 these fish and chips got a shelf life on them. Right. Like I don't mind throwing them in the oven. Well, let me tell you this. I ate them and they were as good as they can be. Half hour after you order them, after popping <laughs> them in the oven. So they, I thought they were still delicious. They were good enough eating them at home for me to order them in the restaurant if I go again. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So where was uh, this leading up to? It was leading up to. My whole thing is, <laughs> there's no help these days. When I'm walking around a convenience store or, or even like a, like a, a Home Depot, staff shortage. Dude, these staff shortages are crazy. Uh, the supply chain, supply chain, supply chain. It's dude. This there's no one to help. I didn't know where the goddamn snail fans are, and I'm walking around going, change, change. You know, anyone help me? Like snail fans, no one helps me. Walgreens, you should have just ordered it on Amazon, dude. Target, like, like a no real help. American. No help at Target. I was looking for some mats. No help at Target. So there's no help these days. Mm. That's my other complaint. Yeah. No one's walking around stores like looking to help people, except for at Chick Fil A. 
Chick-fil-A, you get top, <sighs> top-notch customer service every time. Okay. okay. So I have a couple different Sloppy games here. Shout out Chick-fil-A. I have a couple different games here. Uh, one game is Guess the Rating, where we guess the Rotten Tomatoes rating of a movie. Okay. And the other is Guess the Fight Song, where you will guess what fight song I'm, uh, I'm talking about by the lyrics alone. Oh, wow. Okay. So which one Love do you want to play first? I want uh, the fight song one. Let's, okay. let's make it college ball relevant to start. Okay, fight song. And here's what we'll do is we'll play the <sighs> actual non-lyrical, because I don't think we can get the lyric once to play on here, right. fight song after we do. All right, so first one. Let's go this one. And for the team name, I'm not going to say it, but I will say the blank, 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 blank for the verbs. So if it's let's go Tulane, I would say let's go blank, blank. If why, it's why blank blank because Tulane, it's the oh syllables. you're going syllables yeah I see is okay. that okay a syllable if it's, yeah if that it's, helps. let's go it's Colorado I'd say let's go blank 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 got blank. it okay so yeah blank 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 drown them blank every blank blank man's behind you hit your stride go teach the bulldogs to behave that's what you get. I think the all the blanks are throwing me off big time. Yeah, is that <laughs> is that bad? Read it to me without doing the syllables. Yeah, blank, drown them, blank. Every blank man's behind you. Hit your stride. Go teach the bulldogs to behave. Well, I feel like the bulldogs is a trap because it has nothing to do with bulldogs. That's why you would leave it in there. Drown them makes me think it's like a uh, it's a it's a seafaring. Uh, mascot you're, you're of some definitely sorts. right with the drowning okay. and, and at least what follows up with it um i'll guess the navy midshipman that is our uh, alabama oh the tide yeah, the tide ah. it goes yeah alabama drown is the bulldogs tide. thing specific to georgia like is it, it is a fight song so about it goes on to georgia? say hit your stride go teach the bulldogs to behave send the yellow dra- send the yellow jackets to a watery grave and if a man starts to weaken that's a shame for bama's pluck and grit have writ her name. Oh, see, I feel like you should have included the Yellow Jackets if you included Georgia. Yeah, well, I stopped there. You don't get to <laughs> say the rules for this game. Okay, uh, Ryan, do we have the Alabama uh, song pulled up? So I've never... Uh... With the King Supers card? Oh, say yeah, let's, let's listen to it out here. That's okay. Here, let, 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 I'm going to guess the like how it goes. I think it goes, yeah, Alabama, drown them tide. I think that's how it goes. <laughs> Every man's behind you. It's your strength. Okay. Is this the beginning? I don't think there's yeah, words it's yet. like the intro. Okay. The build so This is where, like, the band's getting hypey. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is a good fight song. I probably really would have got song. it from the tune. Okay. No. No, I no. think that they all sound, a lot of them sound so they similar do. that they I totally would confuse do. myself. Okay. That'd be a hard there, there's only three in this game. We only have three. All right. So next song, uh, we're going to go. I got to get one of these. Long ago, way down in the jungle, someone got an inspiration for a tune. And that jingle came from the jungle, became famous mighty soon. That Thrills and chills it sends through you. Hot so hot it burns you too. Though it's just the... Is this Guns N' Roses? Bla- Dude, isn't Welcome this good? This, may, fire this song. may be one of the best fight songs. Can you start from the beginning? Yeah. 
Long ago, way down in the jungle, someone got an inspiration for a tune. And that jingle came from the jungle, became famous mighty soon. Thrills and chills it sends through you. Hot so hard, it burns you too. Though it's just a blank of the blank, it was written in a syndicated way. Blank of the blank. And it was a uh, verb of the noun. If we're going to do Mad Libs. <laughs> That's not going to help. Um, it's not going to help me. Um, this is so, right, hard. Let me this get is a so much harder than I thought. Let me get a hint. ACC. AC, oh, Clemson. Yes, Clemson. Yeah. I was, my guess was either going to be LSU or Clemson because of the jungle and the tigers. It's not a good one. And by the way, the blank is, though it's just the growl of the tiger, it was written in a syndicated, in a yeah, sy- see, uh, the, syncopated The verb way. of the noun is not going to help me get by the way, growl of the tire, tiger. Uh, Ryan, let's, let's hear this one. Let's hear Clemson's. I think Clemson's got a good one. Great, great lyrics, if anything else. This reminds, me, this reminds me of NCAA 14, the video game. Oh, my God. Please don't. That, you're you're going to make me replay sad. Him. Oh, God. All right, last one. Last one here in this game. Well, basic uh, song, I well, will you're say. A, you're a basic bitch. The words were great, yes. but the actual fight song, I, I think, could be better. Okay, next one. Oh, the, I should have done better here. This one's got the name all over it. It's plastered. Okay. Rally Sons of blank, name of the school. Sing her glory and sound her fame. Raise her... Color and color, and cheer with voices true. Rah, rah for this team. We will fight in every game. Strong of heart and true to her name. We'll never forget her. We'll cheer her ever loyal to blank, blank, blank. Ooh, that actually rhymes. Okay, so listen to this. We will fight in every game. Strong of the heart and true to her name. We'll never forget her and we'll cheer her ever loyal to. Ryan's got it. Who is her? I mean, it, it rhymes. All right, Ryan, you want to fill in the blank? He's lost here. Are you, do you give up? Do you give huh? up? Notre no, Dame. you know. You You completely okay. missed the theatrical build No, no, no that's here. okay. Listen. No, I, no, here, here. Right, Notre you, Dame was because I feel like Notre Dame is talked about like her, like the, like she's Lady Notre Dame No, no, no that's Dame not the something. idea. The idea is it rhymes. Okay, Ryan, you can what fill rhymes? in the blanks. We'll do it the way it was supposed to be done. Oh, Real her name, here. fame. Strong of the heart Notre and Dame. true to her name. We'll, uh, we'll okay. Now Darn I fucked it, it up. <laughs> We get we, it. We will fight in <laughs> every game. Should iron out these games before we broadcast right? them. Huh? Yeah, let's let's give this a once over next time. <laughs> All right. We will fight in every game. Strong of heart and true to her name. We'll never forget her and we'll cheer her forever. Loyal to Notre Dame. Boom. I didn't know That's Notre was Dame was for. a gal, if I'm being totally honest. Well, let's listen to to her. You guys want to hear another King Supers ad? Yeah. <laughs> Notre Dame's got a great King fight Supers. song. People in New York are like, what the hell is King Supers? <laughs> Program. That's classic. This is a great, classic. Great song. Well, this is like the intro still. This is not what they play right now after a touchdown. It's coming up. This well, part is like the fancy intro. intro. No, it's different. It's right here. It's right here. No. I'm telling you, we haven't hit the point yet that they play after a touchdown. It's got to be coming up. I mean, this, this is amazing radio, first of all. But here it is. That's it. Yeah. Shit slaps. <laughs> uh, that 
That's a good one. That's a great Gotta fight like Notre Dame. Very good fight song. Yeah, so that that's uh that's it for uh name that fight song. I'm glad I got one. Okay. Uh let's do uh guess that rating. Okay. Now this is a classic. I took this from my radio days. Yes. Actually, when I we've done this before, I've done this before. I did this. Uh, I did this on the uh, the fast lane back at uh, my AM radio. This is a this is a classic. Ironic. My first <laughs> ever year, I came up with this. All right, so let's do this. Why is that ironic? Because uh, no one associates a- AM radio with anything fast or cool. Oh God, dude, you don't understand. It should be called the slow. When lane. I first got going on AM radio, and, like I'm so glad I got because that's how I got into podcasting. We got the request for some adult contemporary. No kidding, everybody, give it up for thirteen ten KFK. The slow lane. The slow, the slow lane. I got it going. That's how I got going in uh, podcasting. It was I got started yeah. radio, and I'm so glad because it's almost like I look at people now in radio and uh, newspaper industry. I mean, they're going to be... The printing press. They're evaporating faster than gasoline. Yeah. Which evaporates day. very, very quickly. Yeah, on a Las Vegas sidewalk. Okay. Uh, this game is called Guess That Rating. Uh, it's simple. Tell me what you think the Rotten Tomatoes rating is, and we'll just do closest to the hole between you two. Love it. And you can go over. This is no uh, uh, Price is Right. Yeah. Okay. Just, just closest, closest to the hole. All right. Uh, movie number one. Home Alone. And wait, do we do the tomato meter or the audience score? Well, what's the difference between the tomato? The tomato meter, meter are certified tomato reviewers. Audience score are the that's the average uh, you know everyday Joe. When you just hear of a rotten tomato score, which one is it typically? I think it's a tomato meter. But let's do the tomato we're, meter. But we're then. a show of the people. All right, fine. Well, I mean, no, I, I actually think the tomato meter makes it harder. Okay, all right, we'll do the tomato meter then. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, Home Alone. I'm gonna go sixty-seven percent. 59. 66%. Wow. 66%. Good job, William. All right, Will. Nice job. All right, next. Uh, so Will's up one nothing. That's good. Off by one is as good as it'll ever get. <laughs> Vegas Vacation. Mm. By the way, we're doing all probably old school movies today. I'm going to go 54%. What is Ryan going to go? 51 Ryan wins. It is 16%. Wow. On the tomato. How dare they? Yes. All right. Uh, Casino. Let's keep the theme going. Casino. Uh, I just watched this movie. What is Casino? Such a good movie. I'll go um, 88%. It is exactly 79%. Oh, baby. way. (laughs) Wow. Incredible. All right. uh, Toy Story. I'm wearing my uh, Pizza Planet Pizza shirt. Pizza Planet. Shout yeah. out. Yeah. You look like you're 12. You don't um, like this? I love it. So why would you, what kind of comment is that? You're connected to your youth. It's nostalgia. Know, actually, maybe. nostalgia. That's true. I'll go yeah. 70, 77%. It's probably going to be way higher than that. 85 it is 100%. See, the fact that wow. I love Toy Story, it's not better than Casino. I'm sorry. Well, it's not. It's a lot easier to make a movie perfect when it doesn't have to be filmed. Here's my criticism of <laughs> criticism of Casino. Three and a half hours is a little much. Oh, it's, uh, but it's a real story. It's a true story, too. I know, so you but fill we it all could in. probably cut some things out. I You want to hear a hot take? I think it's better than Goodfellas, even. Nah, I love Goodfellas. Nah, I don't nah. know about that one. I'm not sure. All right, next, uh, Kingpin. Kingpin on the love guess Kingpin. I rating. It's Mitty, you go first. I want to go based off of your 52. score. 
49. <laughs> wow. We'll get to buy a hair. Just Love a it. hair. Okay, this is an old school. We'll, we'll do a couple more here. Uh, airplane. Oh, I love airplane, but it's going to be like 20. I'll go. I think it's going to be higher. I'm going to go 50, 52. 97. <laughs> what? See, these ratings are fucking this garbage. Is <laughs> this, is the, this is the ratings. This is how it goes. Okay, and then finally, Avatar. Avatar. Where you have sex by putting your tail in another species. Nine, I'm going to go 97. So fucking overrated. 94. Yeah, because Ryan's got to go below, obviously, for that. 82. Okay. Yeah. So overrated. Yeah. So overrated. But I love it. Overrated. It's. A, I mean, it's fine. Like Sully. It, the, it's the people talk about Jake it like Sully. it was the Duke first Sully. movie ever put on film. Or I, like uh, made, made, my brother-in-law made. saw the new one and he said it was the most expensive three-hour nap he's ever taken. <laughs> yeah, I heard it was really long. I heard I've it's heard fine. a lot. Of different I'm things. sure it's good, but people t- literally talk about it like it, like it's the Bible or like it was. Like it changed the world. Ah, it may have changed the a lot world. Of was one way, and then there was Avatar. Technically, and that's it did, how people treat technically it. Technically, it did change the world. Well, no, it didn't. <laughs> um, okay, uh, BetUS. BetUS dot com. Now uh, I've been working on a song. It goes. Uh, he definitely has been working on it. There we go. <laughs> you can tell by the look on his face that he's worked on it for a while. If you watch the movies, it used to be John West. And if you want to win a bet, you bet with BetUS. I don't know who John West is, but okay. John West. Wasn't he an actor? Adam West. Adam West. There you go. If you're watching Adam West. Or James West. You might be wearing a vest. And if you want to win a bet, you bet with BetUS. Okay. Uh, I got a best bet. This is a futures bet. Now, I don't know the max you can get down right now because I'm not uh, logged in. I like to do this on my computer alone. But you probably get down. Not the only thing. Nice hundred, <laughs> nice hundred twenty-five dollar bet on this Incognito one. Incognito mode. <laughs> We're going best actor Academy Awards. Brendan Fraser. Oh yeah, we've done this one before. The whale. That was your pick. Minus one twenty-five. We're gonna double down. No, no, that. That was my pick. Have you I given picked, this out before? Yeah. No, I thought you gave out. No, I gave out Brendan Fraser. It sat. No, I thought okay because well, I thought who were the that, other options? Uh, Hugh Jackman, Austin Butler, Colin Farrell, Bill Naughty, Tom Cruise, no. Christian Bale. No, 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 no. It's all, uh, it, it's 100% our boy, the okay. mummy. Okay. Um, what's Brendan Fraser? That's fine, because I have two bets anyway. Perfect. One more best bet. Let's move on. Uh, this one is uh, best picture for the Academy Awards. Babylon is the second favorite, and I heard Babylon sucks. People hate Babylon. It's not going to win anything. <clears throat> so this is one where you got to go with the favorite here. I think you take the Fablemans. Minus 120. Get a nice max bet in there. It's a go. Now, you may say, why the hell are you betting on the Academy Awards? That's what you can do at US. You can bet on the Academy Awards. You can bet on TV shows. You can bet on horses. You can bet on uh, uh, uh Casino bets. You can do roulette, blackjack, any of that stuff. It's so fun with BetUS. So if you if you like a little action, no reason why you shouldn't check out BetUS. Online, BetUS.com. When you're signing up, put in promo code TAILGATE. That's going to get you so many offers, so many promotions. We appreciate those who have done that this year because it gives us some credit too. BetUS.com. And if you're in a state where betting isn't legal, well, BetUS.com is where you want to be making your bets. Online, put in promo code TAILGATE for all that we can offer. And here's the shows that you can bet on. If you watch Cobra Kai, Deadpool, 
only murderers in the building, which I heard that's pretty funny. Hmm. Uh, Stranger Things, Superman, Creed, James Bond, Squid Game, Succession, or Ted Lasso. You can bet on every one of those shows. BetUS.com, promo code. What's the promo code, Ryan? Tailgate. Yeah, boom, baby. Tailgate. Love it. Love it. And we it's our last game to bet on. This is horrible. This is sad. Um, we're going to make it worth uh, nine points. We're going to make it worth nine bet board victories. That's fair. Um, that seems that only seems fair. Georgia is the is the favorite here, of course. Twelve currently twelve and a half point favorites here over TCU. The game being played in Los Angeles at uh, SoFi Stadium, Los Angeles, where the Rams play. Um, look, this I was actually pretty surprised at this line. I know that that um, I think a lot of people probably probably feel like Georgia underperformed a little bit against Ohio State. I, I know Tower doesn't feel that way, but I think that that is kind of the narrative here. And so I think that a lot of people are looking at this game as like. Georgia can play way better than they did last week. TCU is not as good as Ohio State. They're not going to be able to score as much. But this is a this is a very large point spread for a championship game, and one in which TCU was, looked very prepared against against Michigan. Um, I think that when you look at TCU, if you're going to talk about positives for them, Max Duggan just makes plays. He flat out does, and he was able to uh, to make a lot of plays. They passed for a lot of big scoring plays against. Uh, a, a Michigan defense that really didn't allow that all year long. Uh, and I, I don't think that Georgia's secondary is like by any means this amazing lockdown secondary. I mean, Ohio State was able to score a lot of points and, and get a lot of yards through the air uh, uh, against Georgia. And I think that's that's a positive when you look at TCU to say, hey, we've got guys. Max Duggan is going to be able to, to extend some plays. The other concerning thing for me is that um, or, or, or the other positive there is that Georgia really didn't do a good job of creating pressure on C.J. Stroud uh, in the Ohio State offensive line. And I was actually, I came away from the TCU-Michigan game being very impressed with the TCU offensive line. Now when I go the other way, TCU had a month to prepare for Michigan. They now have like a week to prepare for Georgia. And I think that's a big difference. I think that early on when you saw TCU's game plan looking really good against Michigan, they had so much time. And I'm, it's not to say that maybe they, haven't, they didn't put some prep into the possibility of playing Georgia or Ohio State, you know, even before uh, Saturday's games. But it's not a month to prepare. And, and that's going to be a big factor here. And ultimately, the TCU offensive line was able to push Michigan, and, and they were able to run the ball really well against Michigan. That's my main thing here is if TCU wants to, to hang in this game and have a chance at winning, I think they're going to have to find a way to, to run the ball and not just have it be Max Duggan running for his life trying to extend plays. Um, I do think that, that Georgia probably gets the win here. I th- even though like, I want TCU to win, it's like a Cinderella story, but typically when you have like the Cinderella story that just continues to go past expectations, when they get to the championship game is usually where things kind of fall flat in, in sports in general. Um, but I do, I, I think I think I want to take the points in TCU here. I, th- I think 12.5 is too much. Um, I think they're able to stay in this game, and, and I was impressed by by TCU's ability to you know, to, to dictate the game against Michigan. And frankly, I came away from that Ohio State-Georgia game thinking Georgia's as beatable, you know, as, as ever. And so I, I think I'm going to take the 12.5 points here, Tyler. What do you think? Ooh, we got a bit board game. Worth uh, nine games. Yes, yes, worth nine, of course. <laughs> uh, 
No, I, I thought you were down nine. Wouldn't you want ten games? No, I'm down eight. He, oh. ju- he just wants to know, uh, is it eight? Yeah, it is eight. Yeah. yeah. I'm losing track to you. I got Ryan. a chance to win here. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah. Uh, no, this is obviously for one game, and it's going to count the overall me. record. But uh, look, I, I think that this is such a cl- – I, I mentioned it earlier. My evaluation of TCU-Michigan, that was all about Michigan blowing it, all about Michigan's coaching staff – I know this sounds crazy, but TCU is a very, 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 very good football team. I love their coaching staff. I love their players. I've been talking about Max Duggan all year. I I, I brought him up week two, week three, week two, week three, said he needs to be in the NFL conversation for when he graduates. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I said that. He needs to be in the Heisman conversation, which ended up happening. But they don't belong here. I feel so bad saying that. I'm a fan of the CU buffs. And if CU happens to luck box their way, to a Pac-12 championship next year. Let's say they get a shitty team in the North and they go to like some kind of playoff. In Deion Sanders' first year, you know they're going to have some talent, but I would be willing to say they wouldn't belong in a situation like this. This is the national championship. I'm used to seeing Alabama, Georgia, Alabama, like Alabama, Clemson. TCU is not in that level, and we're going to see a team. Unfortunately, I think get exposed this weekend. We we were witnessing the national championship when we saw Ohio State. Play, play Georgia. And I, I look at some of these advanced stats with football outsiders, and I see a TCU team that I think is going to get trounced on the offensive and defense line. Now, Will mentioned they showed a lot against Michigan, and I think it's a big part of this handicap is they showed everything they could. Winning that Michigan game meant the world to TCU. And they showed their cards. They showed their what, what they were going to do. And I don't think it was going to be like enough now for them to be able to come up with a new game plan in a week. That's a huge, huge part that you just brushed over. And I think that's really everything this game. You look at the pure stats. I mentioned this last week, TCU football outsider stats. I like to bring up standard down line yards. How often can you run the ball on standard downs? First and 10, second and seven, third and four. They're 71st in the country. Uh, Sack rate. How often are you letting your quarterback get sacked in all uh, uh, situations and categories? 66th in the country. And uh, opportunity rate. We always talk about this. How often are you letting your running back get hit at behind the line of scrimmage? 51st in the country. TCU is not good at any of these things. So you may say, okay, that's fine. They're not going to stop any of that. Well, how does Georgia match up on the other side? Uh, In those same categories, Georgia is 19th, 13th, and 25th. So it's not like they're a lead or anything, but you talk about sack rate. And I see an offensive line for Georgia that's number four in the country. So what they did, TCU making J.J. a little bit uncomfortable, making him force a little bit. I know a lot was on his shoulders. I admitted that earlier. But a lot of that was TCU as well, making him uncomfortable. Now Kirby Smart, now Kirby Dumb, is going to see everything they try to do, all these formations, and understand what the 3-3-5 is going to bring. I like uh, uh, Georgia a lot this game. And I think it, it, it extends beyond that. Stetson Bennett is going to have a better game. He, all he has to do is what Michigan should have done. Don't blow this thing. The defense, I think, is going to have a very, very, very impactful game, stopping the run, forcing Max Duggan to throw the football. Max Duggan does so much with his legs. If you take that away and force him to throw from the pocket, it's going to be a long day. So uh, you got a bet board game, 12 and a half. We'll take uh, Georgia to, unfortunately, I don't think it's going to be close, win the national championship big. I think this is going to be a game, honestly. I, I think it's going to be exciting. I expect TCU to at least stay. Uh, I, I think they'll be within striking distance for for a lot of portions of this game. Um, but I, I do think Georgia will ultimately pull it out and go back-to-back. But, man, I, I will be rooting for, for the uh, the Horned Frogs besides the bet board. It, like, it would just be incredible for college football if – 
you know, what an incredible story for Sonny Dykes. But um, let, let's roll with the with the Horn Frogs, Tyler. All right. Incredible. Um, right. Follow us on Twitter at CFB underscore pod on Instagram at college football tailgate. Um, tell your friends, look, it's, it's been an incredible uh, lengthy season and we're going to do our recap next week, but uh, we appreciate all of you listeners for, uh, you know, for, for hanging with us this whole time. And uh, and so excited for this college football championship game on Monday. So the, the championship's going to be fun. We'll settle our season. Stay tuned next week. We got a lot coming up. That's right. Records, Love season it. interview. And uh, a lot more movie stuff coming up, too. We're going to get in touch with our pop culture roots the offseason. So. Incredible. Maybe I can listen to some mumble rap. Yeah, you need to, yeah. We need to update your music taste a little yeah, bit. Exactly. So there you go. We'll see you next week.